Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Tuesday, August 20th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Apple is throwing down more than $6 billion for original shows in order to compete with the likes of Netflix, Disney, and HBO. And Boris Johnson is upping his efforts to ditch the Irish backstop provision from the existing Brexit withdrawal agreement. Plus, I talk with the FT's Richard Henderson about a bold move from a group of some of the most powerful business leaders in the United States. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Apple is putting more than $6 billion towards new programming ahead of the launch of its video streaming service. And it's doing so as it tries to catch up with the other streaming giants. The iPhone maker has been getting ready for this foray into media for a couple of years. It hired Jamie Ehrlich and Zach Van Omberg from Sony Pictures Television in 2017 to head up the new video unit. The pair had an initial budget of $1 billion to commission original shows and movies in their first year. But the total committed has so far passed $6 billion. So where's this money going? One series is called The Morning Show, starring Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, and Steve Carell. Apple has spent hundreds of millions of dollars on this project alone. Sources told the FT that that figure amounts to a higher price per episode than HBO's Game of Thrones. That series reportedly cost $15 million for each episode in its final season. The TV Plus launch comes as Apple tries to boost the company's digital media and cloud services and not depend only on the iPhone. Sources told the FT the new service will go live within the next two months. That's an attempt to preempt the launch of Disney's new streaming service, set to launch in November. Boris Johnson is amping up his efforts to remove the Irish border backstop from the Brexit withdrawal agreement. Currently, the backstop is meant to ensure that if Britain leaves the EU, there would be no hard border between Northern Ireland and the Republic. But the British Prime Minister has been against such a provision for a while now. And on Monday evening, Mr. Johnson wrote a letter to European Council President Donald Tusk saying the backstop is, quote, anti-democratic. He said it was also inconsistent with his vision for the UK's post-Brexit future. Mr. Johnson emphasized that once the UK leaves the EU, it will leave the single market and the customs union, which also means the EU's laws and regulations. The plan to diverge from EU rules is a big change from policy of former Prime Minister Theresa May's government. That policy pledged to maintain a, quote, level playing field after the UK's exit. And in other news... Facebook and Twitter are trying to curb Chinese state-backed disinformation campaigns targeting protesters in Hong Kong. Twitter said that it found 936 accounts from mainland China that were attempting to create political discord in Hong Kong. Those have been suspended. Facebook launched an investigation after getting a tip from Twitter about the campaign. It found and removed 15 pages, groups, and accounts associated with the Chinese government. It's the first time the social media groups have linked the propaganda activity on their platforms back to Beijing after the protest that started 10 weeks ago. Meanwhile, the Trump administration has given Huawei another 90-day reprieve. U.S. tech companies will be allowed to keep selling to the Chinese telecoms company for another three months if they're selling repairs or updates to existing systems. That's if the products in question aren't deemed a threat to national security. 
Joseph Simons, chairman of the Federal Trade Commission, told the FT that Facebook's efforts to integrate WhatsApp and Instagram more closely could hinder any attempt to break up the social media group. The agency is currently investigating Facebook for potential antitrust violations, but Mr. Simons said that the knitting together of the three key products could complicate the case when it comes to things such as divestitures. The FTC chairman said that he intended to complete the investigation before the 2020 election. And court papers reveal that Jeffrey Epstein signed a will two days before he died in prison. The documents were filed in the U.S. Virgin Islands last week and named the disgraced money manager's brother as his only heir. The New York Post published the documents, which listed Epstein's assets at $577 million. Although the executors identify him as the only heir, it's unclear if Epstein's brother, Mark, is a beneficiary of the estate. And here's a closer look at a story you should know more about. You've probably heard the mantra that a corporation's primary objective is to generate value for its shareholders. Well, yesterday, a group of influential U.S. executives, known as the Business Roundtable, ditched the decades-old creed in favor of a new statement of purpose. But before we get into what that means, let's have Richard Henderson, the FT's U.S. Capital Markets correspondent, tell us a little bit about the Business Roundtable itself. The Business Roundtable is a club of CEOs from the largest U.S. companies, and they number around 200. Those involved include Jamie Dimon, who is the chairman of the Business Roundtable, but it's really the who's who of chief executives from corporate America. Larry Fink from BlackRock is in there. Others include Alex Gorski from Johnson & Johnson. It's basically all the big players. And Richard, what did they say on Monday? On Monday, the Business Roundtable basically said, we used to consider shareholders as the most important thing for a business. Everything is channeled towards shareholder interests. Now, we think that shareholders should be considered in equal measure with workers, with suppliers, with communities, which is their term for the environment, and with their customers. And this is a massive step change in corporate capitalism. It's also highly rhetorical. So accompanying this statement was no set of how-tos to increase wages or to drop carbon emissions. It was a highly rhetorical statement, and that's why it's gained some criticism or at least some skepticism out there. Right. Larry Summers, who served as U.S. Treasury Secretary under President Bill Clinton, said he was, he was pretty wary about this whole thing. So why is this important and why is it coming out now? The simple answer would be to say something like, because corporate America wants to reform itself before someone reforms it for them. And that someone might be a Bernie Sanders or an Elizabeth Warren. Now, the Business Roundtable doesn't say that explicitly, but the language that they've adopted is eerily reminiscent of the Responsible Capitalism Act. That's Elizabeth Warren, a senator for Massachusetts and who is aiming to become the presidential candidate for the Democrats. She released that bill last year. And the language was exactly saying companies need to work for communities, for workers. So that is a very compelling idea that the Business Roundtable is saying, let's clean up our act before we're told to. 
You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Today, we'll be keeping tabs on Italy, where Prime Minister Giuseppe Conte is set to face a no-confidence vote. And a few big box stores, including Home Depot, are set to report earnings today. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Hi, this is Matt. And Sean. From Two Black Guys. With good credit. From a local business to a global corporation. Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash banking for business to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024.